best thing about that intro is that I seriously told Y-Try that I want the most, like, ignorant, I am so full of myself intro for no reason because I'm not full of myself. Guys, this is episode 23 of your favorite podcast, the Sin Vergüenza podcast. Maybe not your favorite, but I do enough to keep you coming back. Yeah, I got to do away with that intro because it like YouTube with the with the fucking stupid shit like always. Oh, yeah, you can't use that, man, because, you know, you're going to make money off of it. And, uh, you know, we got to make every dime possible. And that old nigga don't care, bro. What's his name? I got a fucking the nigga who sings Medicina de Amor. Raulín Rodriguez. I even rolled my motherfucking heart. <laughs> I rolled my R's, ladies and gentlemen. I hope I sound good. I'm having anxiety about how this sounds right now. I hope this sounds fantastic. I'm recording this podcast at 11.16. It's better than last time because last time I recorded it at 3 o'clock in the morning. Also, if you heard last week's podcast and you're back... Shout out to you because that one was not for the week. I'll tell you right now. Um, my friends are very, <laughs> we were all very drunk and my friends do not hold back. And uh, yeah, man, we here, bro. We here. All right. We back. Shout out to you if you go through my shit every week. Shout out to you if you went through my shit and my friend's shit last week because that shit was not for the week. I was debating doing a podcast this week because, well, everyone's fucking Christmas shopping and who the fuck's going to listen to a podcast. But then I thought if I don't do the podcast, I'm a bad guy. What are y'all going to be listening to when you do your last minute Christmas shopping? Right. What are you guys going to what's going to happen after Christmas when you go through all your presents and you realize that Christmas was about Christmas and not the presents? And one of the things you wanted for Christmas was the Simbet Goins Up podcast. Don't worry, Rowling. You could keep all your money, bro. I won't play your fucking song this week. Nah, but I'm doing it. I'm here, man. If 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 you're listening to this on Monday and you're off for some reason and you're doing Christmas shopping, remember folks. And I'm trying to I'm gonna put my Dr. Seuss voice on. How however I would think he would sound. Christmas is not about the present at all. It is about family. It is about spending time with your loved ones. And I think that's how Dr. Seuss would sound. Honestly. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that was bad. So this week, this past week, 
I went to a job orientation thing. No, no, no. It, it was a fucking refresher. I went to a refresher this week. All right. There's nothing I hate more. And if you feel me, give me a like, give me a comment, whatever the fuck you got to do to, to, to let me know that you agree. But, bro. Here's the thing with me, bro. Right. Here's the thing with me. Sweater is like so weird. I have made damn fucking certain in my life that when I when I apply for a job, that when I apply for the job, I'm like, I'm gonna stick with this job. And if you look back at where I've worked, I have made sure that I've stuck with jobs for, on average, I want to say like three, four years. I'm not saying that if, if, if you have a job that's toxic and you can't do it anymore, like right now I have a, right now I have a job where I'm like, uh, uh, I've been at that job for probably two years. If you have a job and it's toxic and you can't deal with it, fucking leave. That's fine. I'm not promoting, oh, deal with it, stay, you know, fucking jeopardize your mental health because that's serious. But when I go for work, look for new jobs, and and this, this is the part of the reason why getting you getting a job a new job is stressful as fuck to me. And this is probably the number one reason why I try to, when I look at a job, I'm like, I got to stay, I got to fucking stick with this job. All right. If you look back at my history on God, bro, you will see the fact that I stick with jobs for a long fucking time because I'm a committed motherfucker. The same way with women. If you look at the women I've been with in the past, bro, I'm with them for like three years, five years, whatever. You know why? Because I'm a committed motherfucker. If something's good, even for the time being, why not commit? If it goes to shit, whatever. My next thing will definitely be three, four, five years because I'm committed. If something is solid, if something is good, I'm committed. That's how I work. But back to the point. I need, when it comes to jobs, I need to stay with that job for a while because I do not like the process of getting a new job. I do not like the fact that every job now that I have, that I have worked for, the only, there's been, there's been a select few, like a handful of jobs, less than a handful of jobs that I've worked for that in the beginning, the beginning process is straight up. Just they throw you in and it's on it's it's hands on training. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There is nothing that I fucking hate more in the universe than orientation and job training and this whole fucking week long piece of shit time at a job 
where you got to fucking do shit on a computer, where you got to sit in a classroom setting, where you got to fucking meet each other and throw name tags on and act like we're a family when in two years you're going to fucking hate each other. Right? Right. And again, promoting positivity. Bro, when I go to work, I try to be cool to everybody. But at the same time, you can't because you're going there to get paid and people are douchebags. Get your money and go home. If you meet a few people along the way that are cool, that's great. But that's not life. That's not life. Now, I, and this is my anxiety thing. My anxiety literally, and I try, I, I get through it. I don't let my anxiety, I've said it on this podcast before. I'm not, I've am not. i been doing really good at not letting my anxiety control me. I never do. I don't think anybody should let their anxiety control them. But it's an anxiety thing for me. It's definitely a trigger for me to be in a classroom setting thing. Because you're just sitting there listening to somebody fucking talk the whole time about and and those orientations are and and the job trainings are always just like shit that you never end up using bro or and or shit that is common knowledge like they do you really have to show me a fucking 20 minute safety video about how to put on fucking safety goggles in an area full of acid get the fuck out of here just doesn't make any sense. And I'm not exaggerating. That's how long the videos be. It's like a 20 long video of of how it's important to put on safety goggles when you enter an area filled with acid. Get the fuck out of here. Also, shout out to the new um, I, I discovered a new Sopranos fan that listens to the podcast. And anytime that there's a new discovery of a Sopranos fan that listens to the podcast. I don't feel so alone with the get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Bro. I can't do it. Jobs. Figure it out. Try to make it more hands on in a way. Get rid of this fucking boring ass orientation shit. And the shit that I, the, the shit that happened with me this past week, I don't have a new job. I've been with this job. I'm about to be with this job for two years. It's a fucking refresher course. Which to me is nonsensical because if I'm doing the job every day and I don't have any write-ups, I don't have any like suspensions or anything like that, why do I need a refresher? Why? Because everybody needs a refresher. And I'm sitting in this fucking, this fucking job training, this refresher, and this is the shit that I love too. It's the same lady, sweet lady, sweet lady. You know what I mean? She's awesome. She is actually one of the one of the the women over there who um appreciate who show appreciation and 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 shit. But every time, bro, every time there's a fucking training, she is so fucking boring and it's not just her. It's every training, it's every orientation. The motherfuckers are so boring. And it, and then and the best part is, bro, they're literally like you're in the orientation and you're literally like. <sighs> and
And then they're like, oh, what can we do to get this class to, like, wake up? Wake up, guys. Come on. Like, we have to be more energetic. Come on. Let's be into this more. Come on. Wake up. Or the or the worst the the worst one is when they're bro, when they brolic about it, and like all right guys come on wake up come on let's go let's go chop chop, bro why are you boring? Why are you boring? Why are you teaching this orientation or class a refresher and boring? They should hire somebody, they should promote somebody from within who's not boring who can make this a little more fun. Because in rare cases, I have seen people make it fun. I don't fucking get it. It's always a boring person and it never makes sense. And the boring person is usually always like, hey man, wake up a little bit. Come on, what's wrong with you guys? You are what's wrong. Be more entertaining about what you're teaching so that we can absorb it better and not get burnt by acid when we're entering a room because we forgot to put our fucking goggles on. Why? Because the video was 20 fucking minutes. Get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ, bro. So I've been watching you. I'm very, 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 very late to it. And I had to talk about it on the podcast because I had a couple of girls be like, oh, what do you think about the show? Like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And, um, I got back to a few of them, in my opinion, but I figured I'd do like a like a podcast, um, like a live podcast opinion on you from what I've seen so far. Season two is coming out and it caught my attention. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this show a try. I've seen a lot of girls talk about it when it came out. At first, I was like, oh, it seems very chick flicky. And you, bro, no, I'm not fucking sexist don't jump down my throat don't fucking or or uh i'm not like i don't i don't have uh tox uh uh a shred of toxic masculinity such a hard word to say for me in my body um i'll watch fucking the notebook you know what i mean that's a bad example because that movie's bad it's terribly written that nigga all of his movies bro Everybody, all the girls lose their memory. Anyway, I'm going all over the place. This is what happens when I do a podcast at 1130 at night. Um, Wow, slam the door harder at 1130 at night, by the way. Get the fuck out of here. You guys heard that. That's how my neighbors are. And then they wake up my daughter and then I'm like, let's fight. Back to the topic at hand. I'll watch whatever. So I'm watching you. And my opinion on it, show-wise, like television-wise, creatively, the writing, even the fucking cinematography, the setting, New York, love it. That's where I'm from. Love it. The main character, crazy motherfucker, crazy motherfucker. If you haven't watched the show yet, this nigga is, the main character's name is Joe. I have a feeling that it's not his actual name because of certain things that happen. I feel like he's done this before. You must have did this before. This can't be your first time. 
I have a feeling that, you know, the certain things he does, whatever. Listen, show begins. This dude meets a girl at a bookstore. And it's funny because analyzing the show, I'm looking at this dude the way he is with, with uh, you know, the way he is about this girl in the, from the beginning and, and how he is about her throughout the show. There's certain parts where I'm like, you know what? You know, I feel you, bro. Like, not the crazy parts. The, the good parts, which are very, you know, there's some, there's some, you know what I mean? There's some in there. And, and it's just like, you know, like, I feel you, bro. That's cool. Like, yeah, that's, that's cool. I would have done that. The other stuff. No. He meets the girl at the bookstore that he works at. And from there, basically from there on, he just stalks her. And in the first episode, bro, I remember my, my first impression on the show, the first episode, this nigga was, there was a scene where he was standing across the street from her apartment, looking through her window, and she was getting fucked by somebody, I think. And if I remember well, and this nigga straight jerked his whole meat in the streets of New York. Get the fuck out of here. Wow. I thought I had a masturbation problem. This nigga, Joe, hmm. and there's people in out in the world who are like that and that's the scary part um i'm not done yet i'm on episode six i'm sure there's a fucking a whole lot of more crazy shit to go i don't want to spoil the whole thing for you but he's a stalker he does end up he does end up dating her which i was surprised by and it gets even worse you would think that the stalking you know it would just stop at stalking until you know it would stop when they dated but he gets worse and um yeah, this nigga's crazy. And the crazy the crazier thing about this show is how I've when I remember when the show came out, I remember seeing some girls and and they, sometimes they do it for clout or whatever, but some girls I really think they're serious about shit that they tweet. Um and they they were like, "Oh, oh my god, I I would love it if I would love it if a guy like Joe was like that about me." And it's like, "Do you really though?" Like, I feel like girls watch movies and shows sometimes and they're just like, oh, I would love that. I would love that. I would love that. And it's like, yeah, you see it in the movie. You would love it. But would you actually love it if some dude jerked off in front of your house? I don't think so. I did not think so. It's like the fucking, bro. It's like the fucking Christian Grey shit. The fucking Fifty Shades of Grey, dude. Like, girls girls wanted that nigga. Girls wanted, like, a version of that nigga. I remember when those books came out in high school and then in middle school, high school, and girls were reading them. And then I remember when the movies came out, the first movie came out, and, like, a girl I was talking to or dating at the time was, like, was, like, well, the, the a girl I was dating at the time was, like, oh, my God, like, I'm into this shit. And I'm just, like, since when, bro? Since when? Like, I go watch this movie where, because I'm good like that. And like, I'm just like, bro, what is happening? Don't get me wrong. And, 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 I do it jokingly, but like, I'm being serious now. Like I don't want to get, I don't, I don't like to seriously 
like when I joke about it, it's different because I'm joking about it. But like talking serious now for now for like two seconds of this podcast, probably like if I'm seriously talking about my sex life, like. Yeah, you know, I like to throw some choking in there and 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 some ass grabbing and some ass smacking and whatever. But we're talking about a dude who was like. Using like tools and shit that I didn't know existed until I watched this movie. And I will confirm that from the ages of 14, 15 on, I've watched a lot of porn. And in porn, I didn't even see this type of shit. I saw this movie and I was like, bro, what is all of this shit? And she was just, and this girl, I remember she saw this movie this ex of mine and she was like oh my god like I would love it and I'm just like bro I don't think I have the capability <laughs> oh fuck and then it, it also goes back to the girls who who say they want it and then if it happened to them in real life like what would happen like yeah you see Christian Christian Gray I think that's his name Christian I think it's Christian Gray you see a guy like Christian Grey fucking dashing, whatever. Like he's a, it's a, it's in a movie. They're gonna make him look amazing. You see him in the movie, and and you're like, oh my god, I would love it. But how would you feel if during sex a Dominican guy smacked you in the face? Get the fuck out of here. You probably wouldn't like it. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Dashing Caucasian guy in a movie, a fantasy, kind of looks like he could like could, he could get casted for, um Clark Kent, which is Superman or 007. He's smacking you in the face. He's fucking you know. He's using butt plugs and violently shoving his fucking fist in your vagina. You love it. You love it. Oh, my God. I would love that. I would love that so much. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need a Christian grace so bad. But if this six-foot Dominican goofy-looking guy who is a little attractive because he's funny and there's something about him, he's got a strong personality, whatever, came in and did all that, you'd probably be like, get the fuck out of here. That's all I'm saying, bro. Me personally, just throwing that out there, I'm all the the tool, like I said, the tool part of that, like the whole, like his whole fucking red room, the closet or whatever the fuck that he had all his stuff in. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. Honestly, I really wouldn't. That shit is uh, sick. It's sick. Yo, um... <clears throat> So always talking, always talking to people about the podcast, getting feedback. Um, literally always good feedback. Not to fucking pat myself on the back, but I am. I just want to appreciate everyone who not only sits through like my bullshit podcast for an hour every single week, but enjoy it. Cause the, like you could sit through it, but you could be like, oh. It sucks. 
but you like you sit through it and you enjoy it. So I appreciate y'all. I also very much appreciate, um, especially like anybody with political views, like like bro. There's a lot of females who have who have like very big and which is fine. There's a lot of females I w- I which I've realized there's a lot of female, um listeners who ha- who are like big time feminists who have big time feminist views who love this shit and I'm and I'm literally like oh wow there's some of you out there because <laughs> I feel like this is the thing this is the shit that I chose I chose to do this and I was choosing to do something that was like very like testy in this and during this time where people like I don't even know why people even bothered listening to or watching comedy um, in this day and age when the sensitive people, when they're literally just going to fucking bitch about it because they don't know how to separate, like, they don't know how to separate shit. Like, the people I'm talking about, you know who you are. I've talked to you personally. Like, you know who I'm talking about. There's a few of you where... It's like you know how to separate. Like when you're listening to my podcast or anybody else's podcast who does comedy or you're watching a stand-up, you just listen and you watch and you laugh, and that's it. Because whatever your views are, fucking feminist, liberal, whatever the fuck, right? You know in the moment to separate your views and throw them out the window and just fucking enjoy the shit and laugh, and that's it. That's it. We need to differentiate a time to be serious and a time to be funny. And that's like, that's like, bro, that's not me telling you to like fucking live a lifestyle that's like unhealthy or toxic. That's, that's actually me telling you to live a lifestyle where you will mostly be happy and fucking relaxed. Just relax. That's it. Don't fucking take everything I, anything I say seriously. And I, and I mean on this podcast and, and even in real life, sometimes I, I get a little carried away, but whatever, bro. Like I, my entire life, I just try to fucking, I, this is how I relax, bro. This is how I relax. I poke fun at everything I can and I'm not sorry. I am not sorry. You should try to be the same unless you have another outlet, unless you have another way to be relaxed. That's fine. This is my way of being relaxed. I poke fun at everything. I poke fun at myself. Bro, this is how I relax. Relax. You're going to listen to this podcast and listen to a few and see and, and, and hear a few things that I say and be like, oh, you fucking suck. Get the fuck out of here. Goodbye. Unsubscribe. There's the door. There hasn't been many, so it's not like you can go start a fucking I hate Jimmy fan club. Just saying. Just saying. If you got a problem with my fucking pod, I live at 626 West 169th Street in Broadway. Stop by. Come see me. Stop by anytime. I love when they do that in my movies. That's my favorite fucking thing. It's been a f- I've seen it seen it a few times. I feel like if I wrote a mob movie, it would definitely have one of those things, even though it's been done like four times. Like that one scene where 
Nick niggas just out of pocket, and then the other dude is just like, "You got a fucking problem." I live at six two six West one hundred and sixty ninth Street in Broadway. Come see me. Stop by any time. That and the camera shit with with the FBI. That's the best too. When they fuck, when the FBI fucking comes by. <laughs> When the fucking FBI comes by at the family and they're taking pictures at the family cookout. Hey, boss, I would have wore something a little better. Come on now. I would have got a fucking fade. That's the best. I love that. Love it. All right. We reach in halftime, ladies and gentlemen. So that means a message from our partners. And I love my partner. Solita Soap is where art meets soap in a natural, organic way. Specializing in soap baskets and solution products like beard oil and rose water. 100% of the soap products can be customized with its shape, colors, herbs, organic oils, types of soap, and fragrances. So your order is created by you, and they just put it together with a little bit of TLC. If you guys want to put some last minute orders in or just in general, put some fucking orders in. Even if you miss them for Christmas, just surprise your lover or treat yourself or get something for the kiddos. There is something for everybody at Solita. So hit the link in my bio on the podcast bio on the NY main Jimmy bio. It don't matter. Go to the Solita Soap tab. It'll take you right to the website. And at checkout, use promo code SINGVERGUENZA for a nice little discount. I hope Lex was proud of me with that um, ad this week. She talks. I just have to say one thing. Lex, um, Solita Soap. Lex, she is like one of the best talkers of all time. And if you don't know, follow her. I'll direct you guys if you ask me. She's one of the fucking best talkers ever. She had she like spoke at an event. She, she does that shit. One one night she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go do poetry at thing," and I was like, "I'm going." And then when she hit me up and told me she wasn't going, I didn't go. So, she's amazing at that shit. That's why I try to like change my voice a little bit and was like, Solita soap is where art meets soap and whatever. <clears throat> Guys, you see the Christmas tree all lit up? This shit has never, this is why I think the way I think. Like I'm very like, I think very like spiritually, like spirits are a thing and like energy and like the universe and like everything and like, conspiracy theory videos and like i'm just fucking crazy this christmas tree to my left if you're watching the video has never smelled more christmasy than it does right now and i picked out a real tree and if you got a fake tree unless you have animals you're a cock you're a cock don't tell me you're festive don't tell me you love christmas don't tell me you're in it for anything other than the presence, you're a cock. 
if you got pets, if you got cats, if you got dogs, and they fucking are going to tear the tree up, fine. But if you don't, and you got a fake tree, you're a cock. That's a real tree, and it gives off a scent. And it's given off a scent since I brought it in this fucking house. And let me tell you something. It is December 22nd, and it has never smelled more Christmassy. This Christmas tree, trees are life, bro. Okay, plants are life. This Christmas tree is alive. And this Christmas tree knows that Christmas is in a few days. So what does the Christmas tree do? It gives off the most fucking Christmassy scent it can give off on December 22nd. Shout out to you, Christmas tree. You are that bitch. And I am sexualizing it. It's, bro, I feel like if this Christmas tree was transformed to human form, she would be Hillary Duff. And I would eat her out right here. Being honest. She knows. She knows. Hillary, you know. It's going to be Christmas in a few days. You're, you're just like releasing the scent stronger. And I love it. And keep doing it. You're so good. God, you're so good. Fuck. I'm so festive. Okay. I went to the DMV the other day on my way to the DMV. I made the mistake in stepping into, instead of Starbucks, Dunkin'. I didn't get a drink over there. I got a fucking power breakfast sandwich because I forgot to do my egg whites and oats. Nobody had time for it. I went into Dunkin' and I got the power power breakfast sandwich because I go to the fucking gym now, bro. Nah. I've been going to the gym. I've been going to the gym. All right? And by the way, yeah, I'm, I've been going. I fell off for like a couple weeks and then I went back. So I've been going. Take your New Year's resolution. And I love, again, love promoting and love feeling positivity. Change your life, whatever. But sit with yourself for like a good hour and then sit with yourself for another hour and then another hour and then another hour and then another hour and really think, am I actually going to stick with the gym if I get a membership? So my message, take your, I'm going to start going to the gym in January, New Year's resolution and shove it right up your ass because come January, I'm going to be so fucking annoyed at the gym. It's the same shit every year. It gets so fucking busy with people who just come in and you could tell that they're just in there. They're just taking fucking selfies. They're taking pictures, whatever. When I do it, bro, I have a fucking disease. I snap almost everything if I have my phone in my hand. Like if I'm going into somewhere, if I'm going to get food or I'm going to the gym or whatever, I snap it, whatever, that's fine. But people who go who go to the fucking gym and they just snap it there at the gym, chances are they're just doing it for clout. And it's like, go fuck yourself. Get the fuck out of here. 
And the January people, bro, stay the fuck away. Go fucking have your your Cumberland Farm pizzas and your and your fucking Taco Bell and 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 your fucking and eat like shit every single goddamn day. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. But I went to Duncan and I got that coffee and I got that didn't get a coffee. I don't get coffee over there because they fuck it up. I'm not being bougie. They just fuck it up. Like the, literally, I used to get. I'm not bougie, and and it's funny because I grew up in. New, I was born and raised in New York, and you get Starbucks in New York. And I first got Dunkin' in New York, and they fucking pushed me away, bro. They pushed me away like a toxic relationship. They pushed me away. They fucking never know how to make coffee, and you know what? I'm sick of it. And I and I started getting Starbucks, and I never got any other coffee ever since. <sighs> I go to Dunkin' every now and then to get the power breakfast sandwich because it it's you know it's it's a nice little you know lower carb high protein option in the morning whatever. Quick shit. And oh my god, why is it twenty degrees out and you're still getting this? Is the shit when you Englanders? I completely get it. I completely get it. And it's not and it's and it's not fucking minorities. It's fucking mostly like older white people. You know, I want to say like the the older like Italian niggas and shit. Bro, I get it. It's New England. You're fucking tough. You want to, you know, the winter comes, you're still wearing shorts. Don't know why. You're still getting iced coffee. Don't know why. Don't fucking tell me. Oh, it's New England, bro. You don't get it. We get fucking iced coffee through the winter and and that's it. That's the rule. And it's like, no, there is no rule. It's winter. Get a hot coffee. Be normal. Stop trying to fucking act all tough. I feel like you niggas wear fucking shorts and you get iced coffees to look tough in the winter. Honestly, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. And, And every time. Every time. Like, I, I can't imagine anything else when you fucking get that iced coffee in the winter. It's 20 degrees, bro. Like, let this shit, it carries on through, what, October, November? Like, that's cool. But once it hits, like, 20 degrees, you're literally doing it to look tough. Like, this is all I picture when I go to Dunkin' and I see you niggas get fucking, and I see you niggas get fucking coffee. Like, iced coffee. Like, the one, the one Italian, the one fucking... Older Italian dude walks in, construction guy, he's get he gets his coffee, he's on his way out, the fucking he's going outside to smoke a cigarette. The other his shit is a large. The other dude walks in, he's working with AAA, he's getting a fucking medium iced coffee, whatever. He goes outside, he's smoking a cigarette. The guy outside's like, Hey Vinny, look at me. I'm fucking tough. Oh, yeah, Tommy. Why the fuck are you tough? Vinny. It's fucking 20 degrees out here. I got the fucking lodge. I got the fucking lodge iced. Black. Two sugars. Oh, yeah, Tommy. I may have a medium. 
but I got it black, no sugars. You mean to tell me you think you're tougher than me? Where's your fucking shorts? You wearing for you? You wearing your fucking shorts today? I didn't wear my shorts today, motherfucker. But you, you bet your fucking ass that I wore them all all fucking week last week, and it was thirteen degrees last week. Where the fuck were you? Where the fuck were you here last Thursday? Hate that, by the way. Thursday, it's Thursday. Where the fuck were you last Thursday? The audacity. The ball's on you, motherfucker. Last Thursday, I got a fucking extra large iced when it was fucking 13 degrees and I went to your fucking mother's house. That's what I picture when you niggas get iced coffee in the winter. You just try to look so fucking tough. And it's like, bro, it's 12 degrees. Get the fuck out of here. Not that cereal. (sighs) I just want to make a quick announcement. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make a quick announcement. (laughs) I seen this shit today, bro. And I literally thought of it. And I was like, bro, this is the perfect thing to bring to the podcast right now. And I apologize. Don't take me too seriously, but this statement, take it a little seriously. And if this is you and you feel butthurt, good. Good. If you're a little white boy, if you're a white boy and you have a rat tail, okay, a rat tail, if you're a white boy, and you have a rat tail, I am going to also automatically assume that your dad is also your uncle. That is all. That is all. Okay? If you're a little white boy and you have a rat tail, I'm going to assume. I'm going to look at your parents and I'm going to be like, yo, That's your dad, but that's also your uncle. (laughs) That's your mom, but that's also your aunt. Meaning that flashback to when they were kids, they were brother and sister. And they were sitting in the bedroom together. And they were watching even Steven or Malcolm in the Middle or whatever fucking family sitcom they were watching and they laughed a little bit. They giggled a little bit. Ha ha he he ha 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 ha. And they they wanted to play house. And they played house. And one played mommy. And one played daddy. And they had the little play kitchen. And they were fucking making breakfast. And then they were making lunch. And then they made dinner. And then they had dessert. And then they were fucking hugging. And then they were you know they kissed each other on the cheek good night. And then and then and then they got carried away. And then they got really carried away. And then it went from making out to, you know, something else. And then they got really, really carried away. And then and then your your uncle, I mean, your dad, I'm sorry, um, you know, ate your aunt's, I mean, mom's uh, box. And then and then and then they got really, really, really carried away. 
and then and then and then they got re really carried away and then they fucked and then they made you and now you have a rat too. Wow. Wow. I I just I can't I can't I can't believe I saw that in Rhode Island. I thought I was in fucking Alabama or some shit. I wow. Incest happens everywhere. Guys, you want to fucking, you want to fucking <clears throat> get a real whiff of like real douchebag stew. Like, like somebody literally made a nice little stew or, or soup or, or a fucking nice little sancocho, right? Of douchebagness. Go to the DMV. Go to the DMV. And smell the aromas of coffee, of cigarettes, of makeup, of cheap cologne, all at once. Can you tell I had to go to the DMV this last week and I got annoyed? Yeah, that's what happened. This week wasn't too bad, though. I went to go see Star Wars. And to add to the story... Of the girl who had a problem with me wearing superhero shirts. I would like to proudly announce. That on every fucking premiere night. And and I say premiere night because every time a superhero or Star Wars movie comes out. I love going on Thursday. That's right. Thursday. Not Thursday. Thursday. I go hours before and it's a fucking literally it's a fucking like it's a it's 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 religious at this point. I go to fucking Hot Topic or FYE or Newberry Comics and whatever movies coming out, I get a shirt to match and I rock it to the movie theater. Cause I'm a G and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> And bitches find it cute. I know because I've talked to bitches. I obviously mean females, guys. I'm being funny. Fuck. Get your panties out of a bunch. Get your fucking briefs out of your ass. And I say briefs. Fellas, did you know that boxers um actually... Are not good for you. Yeah. They uh they take away your chances of having children. And I'm Dominican and you know I need to at least make fourteen. Come on. But for real, every single movie premiere night, I buy a shirt. It's just who I am. I did the same shit for the Game of Thrones shit for the ga- the last season of Game of Thrones. I went out and got two Game of Thrones t-shirts, two new ones. I got a bunch of sh- I got a bunch of fucking shirts that apparently some women who are mentally like underage have a problem with. Weird. I'm gonna close out the podcast with this, and I realized this at the barbershop the other day.
It's 12 a.m. I have to wrap this up. Yo. I don't know if females feel this way too. Maybe we can relate. I've talked to literally like 90% of dudes that I've talked to like literally agreed with me. I feel like, and you all know me, I've broken down how, how I am. Like you could be beautiful, but if your personality's ass, your ass, you can have a, such a great personality that if you were like a seven, you, to me, you're a nine. But if a girl is like busted beyond belief, but I hear like some type of foreign accent, you're automatically a 10. I don't know what it is. This fucking, this, this lady, bro, who was like 40 something. She wasn't busted. She wasn't busted. She, she had like an, she had like a, like an aura to her. Um, and she had, she had an aura to her and, um, older lady uh she she had like like colored hair like she dyed it and she had like light eyes she had like like what sounded like a russian accent and i was like bro why are you so fire right now in this moment and i looked at everybody else in the shop and they were like yeah bro (laughs) i'm like i'm glad i'm not bugging i feel and i feel that i felt that way about it for a while like if you could be super fucking busted, not too, obviously not too busted, but you could be super fucking busted. But if you have an accent, like forget about it. That's all I had to say. And I feel like, I feel like I've never, it, it sparked something. And I feel like I've never been into role playing because it's like, what the fuck is it going to what in role playing is going to get me off? And some and some women will probably hear this and be like, nigga, you know, you'd probably like it if a girl dressed up as Black Widow or um, fucking another hot Marvel character. And it's like, I don't think so. Like when I think of it. I feel like I'm too aggressive and impatient when it comes to sex that it's just like, I don't fucking you're going to wear the fucking Wonder Woman or Black Widow thing and hop on me and be like, you're under arrest. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, yo, take it off. I want to fuck. That's it. But I've made a new discovery. If a girl can fucking pull off, like, for, and I'm talking about, like, not just for five minutes. Like, if a girl can pull off for, like, 30 minutes at least, like a Russian or British or some type of foreign accent, that type of role playing, bro. Like she was just walking towards me. Like she was like a Russian fucking spy ready to kill me and hit me with the accent. I feel like that's my second kid right there. That's like, that's, that's literally going to be Alexandria's sibling. If a girl can do that. And that's the type, that's the type of role playing I'm there for is what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't pull out. It's going to be a problem. That's it. Just saying accents, bro. I'm afraid to go overseas because I feel like I would just plant seeds everywhere. I'm just saying. But if you catch me and you hold on to me, you want to hold on to me a little more, you want to fucking do the role playing thing. Boom. 
don't fucking think, don't assume because you see my superhero shirt, you're like, oh, I'm going to dress up as Wonder Woman and I'm going to fucking hit him with the fucking rope. No, no. Hit me with a Russian accent and tell me that I'm going to die today. Second kid right there. Boom. Guys, it is 12.06. 12.07 now. I just watched the fucking time change. It is 12.07 in the morning on Monday. This podcast is dropping at 6. If you're listening that early in the morning on your way to work, getting ready, whatever the fuck you're doing, thank you. I love you. The t-shirts are officially sold out. And you want some more? I will do a restock. Just let me know. But this has been episode 23 of the Scene Better Gwensa podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, have yourself a very Merry Christmas. Fill your heart with joy. I wanted to close out with fucking this tree, bro. Like I, I'm 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 looking at this tree right now and I'm just fuck. Mm. Hillary Duff, you bad fucking bitch. I mean, I play it for too long because YouTube be on that shit. Chestnuts roasting mm. on an open fire. Let me turn this fucking podcast off because it's about to get nasty in here between me and this tree. I'll catch you guys next week. I don't think it's going to be the new year yet. Even though I'm not that fucking tool bag who's like, see you next year. Go fuck yourself. Nah, I don't think it's going to be 2020 yet. Guys, have yourself a Merry Christmas. Don't go fucking crazy Christmas shopping. Don't drive yourself nuts. Get what you can get. People will be happy. And if they're not happy, then they're shitty. And you should look for a new family. All right? All right. Good. We got it. Great. I'll be back here next week. Same place, same time, same channel, same everything. Happy holidays. Rich, rich, rich.